we're back with another episode. This episode of the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler is sponsored by MyApothecary.com. MyApothecary is the premier online destination for hemp-derived CBD that will help you curate a wealthy lifestyle. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed during the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler podcast series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent any specific employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. The primary purpose of this podcast series is to educate and inform. This podcast series does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Services. It's the face off. It's the face off. Spread love, spread light, and don't forget to laugh your face off. It's the face off. It's the face off. Spread love, spread light, and don't forget to laugh your face off. So I was watching this, uh, listening to one of his pet's old um, podcasts, and she was talking about how um, she was like, "Yeah, she was talking talking about uh, talking with the guy John Rattler, who actually like helped discover her, and helped her, not discover her, but helped her get her TV show." And he's Jewish, and so she was like, "Yeah," she's like, "You know, I really didn't know anything about Jewish people." She was like, "But then I could tell by the nose." And they were like, "Nope, stop, nope, nope, nope." And she was like, "No, because they have like this particular thing." They were like, "Nope, nope, don't say anything about Jewish people." Don't do it. It's <laughs> not worth it. He was just like, "Our nose? What's wrong with our nose?" She was like, "You know, you can just tell by the bridge of the nose." <laughs> so my only experience with Jewish people had been my sixth, like it was either sixth or seventh grade of middle school. I went to Catholic school and they were like, this is the year where we learn about other religions and how they're bad. So oh, not how, not necessarily how they're bad, but I mean, but who, who, do, who do Judaism people who practice, practice Judaism, Judaism, who do they serve? Isn't it God? They serve God. They do What's not the believe that Jesus was the Messiah, except so, for the Messianic Jews. They do believe Jesus was the Messiah. Well, what about the Hasidics? What do they believe? Some hardcore shit. So, so then they just believe in God Himself, but not. They believe Jesus. in God. They believe the Torah, not the Bible. And I believe the Torah is like the Old Testament, not the New Testament, because they don't believe in Jesus. Oh, okay. So Jesus is not their home. Jesus is God. not their guy. They acknowledge Jesus as a man. He was here and he preached some shit, but he wasn't the end all be all. And is it because of the whole like crucifixion thing? Like they're saying that they didn't really crucify him. That he we was should really us? interview my friend Elizabeth. Okay, this that talked to you. She's like a fucking diehard oh, she's Jew. A, she's Jewish. So, okay, so my only, when I was We're in, recording, by the way. Oh, but. welcome back to the Face Off <laughs> podcast, your religious podcast. The only exposure I've ever, I had ever had to Jewish people was when we were in sixth grade, we went to a temple because we were learning about other religions because mm -hmm. all of us were little Catholic kids. Um, and I just remember they, my teacher was like, we're not here to defend ourselves. Yeah. We're not here to debate anything. We're here to learn. Mm -hmm. So if you have inquisitive questions that are just to learn about these people and then ask them, but you know, let's keep it fucking kosher, yeah. not to be punny. And this fucking girl stood up because they, you know, that we, you walk in and they separate you because boys sit on one side, girls sit on another side. Oh, didn't know that. Yeah. And um, we're sitting there and the rabbi was like, do you have any questions? And this girl goes, she raises her hand and she goes, since you don't believe Jesus is the Messiah, who do you think is the Messiah and when will he come? Oh my. And I was like, oh, it's too much. Then didn't know any Jewish people. I got to high school. Half my fucking, my small high school was Jewish. Really? So like on the Jewish holidays, we'd basically have holidays because no one was mm -hmm. there. And one of my best friends in high school, Elizabeth, who you talked to on the phone mm -hmm. for the podcast thing, she is like 
just this beautiful Jewish princess of a person. I love her so much. I don't really know that I know any other Jewish people other than what's the RT. Um, I can't remember his name, but anyway, Joseph. the yarmulke. Is Isn't his name Joseph? Joseph, yes. It's a yarmulke, right? Yeah, that's yeah. a yarmulke. Good job. Yeah, that's the only thing. That's the only Jewish person. First of all, <laughs> it's hilarious that he's Jewish because you think of Jewish people as like these like very, not cons but kind of conservative, but like very religious. Every other word, he's like, fuck you. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny, but he's not a person who just like sticks his um his religion like in your face or anything like that he's just a regular guy so i wouldn't know he was jewish unless like he unless he wore the yarmulke but I, I don't know anybody else that you know not that i'm aware of that they were actually jewish well, the jews sure. are cool i fuck with the jews i mean yeah. i fuck with everybody they celebrate with... purim and it's like jewish halloween but on a random day it's so cool but Love do them. they dress up like yeah in... oh really yeah. wow that's interesting we need to interview i know um, oprah did a special on like black hasidic jews R that's interesting yes and i was like jewish people can't be black but then when there were it was a very small like community of them and she went went into their house they actually you know uh cooked her uh, uh dinner or whatever she asked them all these different questions and 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 they had very similar uh like val core values as i guess quote unquote regular jewish people or whatever mm -hmm. or non-hasidic jews and they were talking about like you know um when it's the woman's time of the month how the husband doesn't either sleep in the house or the woman doesn't sleep in the house or something like that, but they can't sleep in the same bed for a certain amount of time because she's unclean and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. but it was very interesting. The episode. Though. Yeah. The cool, like the coolest thing about the Jewish community to me has always been how they're just like riding and dying for each other. And oh, they're yeah. all about conservation of their culture. They're yeah. like, they tried to fucking get rid of us before, but we're never mm. going to let it happen again. So uh, my friend who was Jewish, you're always going to Jewish summer camps. You're mm -hmm. enrolled in Jewish day programs. You have friends who are Jewish. You're going to like, they just are so about preserving their culture, their religion, yeah. their community. Even, fi that. even financially, I think the reason why, one of the reasons why they are so, uh, why they have so much wealth is because when you talk about, um, how, how many times their dollar circulates in their community before it actually goes out. And their dollar probably circulates, I'm gonna throw out a random crazy number, a hundred times before, before it, it goes out, before it leaves their community. Versus black people, it don't even rotate once. <laughs> like white people, I think the it rotates rotation is not. Exactly, uh -uh. but I think there's, there's also a whole lot to be said about, you know, the Jewish population and kind of the things that happened back in history. And, you know, we won't go into that. But anyway, uh, welcome back. Welcome back to the face. I don't know pod. if I'm going to keep any of that, but we'll see. I don't know. I that is one of the most interesting things, though. I love. Yeah, we need to get her on the podcast. Though. I love other religions because it's just like you are so programmed to yours. Yeah. And you have such an emotional tie most of the time, either positive or negative. It's an emotional tie to your practicing yeah. religion or yeah. the one you grew up with. And it's so interesting to see, like, what other people were taught growing up how mm -hmm. they feel how they operate what the church looks like what their beliefs are that's just interesting yeah, i think i think too like <clears throat> one thing about jewish people that i have seen um just from afar as a, as a spectator is that they don't try to convince you to believe what they believe no and they're get, they're I've, exclusive club you I've, get with exactly. it and get lost and i've never seen like you know how you have jehovah's witness that will knock on your door mm -hmm. even christians will knock on your door jewish people are like mm -mm. You, do you know you how hard one? it is to convert to judaism 
Oh, I'm quite sure it's it insanely is, it, difficult. You have to do a lot of shit. And it's, it's probably not, the same thing converting to to Muslim religion or Islam. It's not like you can just be like, I, you know, like you know how in Christian churches you're like, I felt it, the spirit, I've claimed it. I want to be Jesus a church. is my guy. <laughs> yeah. I would like to go to church here, and they're like, get on up here, it's you. Right? No, you have shit that you have to do and prove, and classes you have to take. There, yeah. they don't fuck around with it. No, I I, I agree. And it, I mean, but it should be like that if you're gonna if you're gonna have a religion, like whatever your your standard is for your religion keep it that way and don't let people change it. I think part of the problem is everybody wants to be so inclusive and in certain areas in life, you can't have inclusivity because when you have inclusivity, unfortunately people will change the very DNA and strand of that particular thing. I mean, it's just like, well, I don't want to give you the examples anyway, but I'll just (laughs) say that and I'll just leave it at that. I just think that makes everyone more informed, educated, tolerant, and unique. If I can understand what's special about you, then I can also see what's special about me mm-hmm. and why we're different and how we're similar in that. And all the know. religions really are, the, like the basis of all religion is the same. It is having something or someone who is higher than you and not in a sense of like, oh, you're a peasant, mm-hmm. but just that you have a higher power, a higher to being hold you accountable. that holds you accountable to be a good person. I think every religion at the very, very end, of, or when you break down all of the traditional stuff, it really is just for that purpose. It's just be a good person. That's it. Same. And I have a Sagittarius moon. So I'm like, just give me all the information. Let's travel the world. <laughs> Everyone can be who they want to be. Let's just all be respectful yeah. and nice people. Yeah. Well, we didn't mean to go off on that kind of tangent about that. But, I don't know why, but you, you heard back. it. Welcome back to another episode, y'all. How was your week this past week? Uh, you know what? Let me tell you how my week was. I have worked 12 days in a row, was off one, worked again today. I'm extremely exhausted. This job is funny to me. I've at work taken the approach of like, I'm on a reality TV show. And everyone, like you're in a mockumentary? Like I'm in a mockumentary or like an episode of Housewives or something. Mm-hmm. And everything I'm doing is recorded, but then I get to go back and talk about it. Oh, and be like, wasn't that crazy? Didn't you guys see that? And I can recap all. So it's really, <laughs> that's really turned my days around. Well, that's good. Yeah, it's like the bullshit isn't bullshit anymore because I'm like, oh, it's bullshit, but it's content. Yeah, very true. I did tell you that too. I was like, when you went somewhere yesterday, we were like, oh, we're going to go record. And I was like, yes, please. Cause I was doing my floors and stuff. And I was just like, uh, I was like, don't talk to strangers. You were just like, well, if I don't talk to strangers, how can we get content for the podcast? Amen, I was like, sister. So then I said, talk safely to strangers. So, yeah. And it made me remember that I forgot to tell you about my Peru massage experience. You got a massage in Peru and you would barely get one in America. Please let's discuss. Buckle up everyone. <laughs> So <laughs> Alyssa doesn't like massages. I don't like people touching me without yeah. my consent, my explicit consent. Amen. I mean, you have to make an appointment. My body, my choice. Therapist. So <laughs> I finally, it took me a long time, but I got a massage therapist here in the United States. Yeah. He's, he was perfect. His name was Khalid and my mom gave him explicit extru- instructions not to touch my neck. So we got along swimmingly. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so just, you know, how massages are here. Like you're draped. They kind of undrape you a little bit, like very professional. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're in Peru and there were three of us. One of us had never gotten a massage before, but we had just climbed fucking mountains. And I was like, you know what? The hotel has a fucking spa. Yeah. I'm going to go get a massage. Mm-hmm. And one of the girls, my friend Jillian, bless her fucking heart. She hey, was Jillian. like, I've never gotten a massage before. What is it like? So I'm just telling you, like, they're very classy. Like they drape you the entire time. They're just kind of rubbing on your legs and your arms. Mm-hmm. It's really relaxing. If I can do it, truly anyone Anybody can do it mm-hmm. so she's like okay so there's two beds in one room and one bed alone and she was like i don't want to be alone and my friend my roommate katie was mm-hmm. like well i'll be with her and i was like i don't have a problem being alone i'm a badass bitch i can take care of myself 
So I'll go in a room alone. So I'm in this massage room alone. I'm laying down. The lady comes in. She's super nice. And you know how your head's down and you can see their feet through yeah. the hole? So I'm my head is down on this massage bed and she's rubbing my shoulders and I'm just looking at her feet and then I just see one foot disappear. I'm like, that's fucking weird. <laughs> and then the other foot disappears. She is on top of me in the bed what? rubbing and i'm like what was she a tiny the lady hell she wasn't like super tiny like you couldn't fit in the bed with me and she's rubbing on me and i'm all i can think is like what the fuck is going on so she's rubbing all up and down me she literally just like crawling in the bed with me she then takes my leg she's like stretching my legs out yeah. rubbing up my like you know how they kind of rub on your booty a little bit here yeah. no she's like full that's what rubbing I my ass that's what i pay my massage therapist for ma'am he gro he gropes the cheeks and i'll just be like mm, adding another tip listen <laughs> my arm like falls off the side of the bed i'm i'm like i'm shell-shocked don't even know what to do she picks up my arm like flops it back on the bed <laughs> i turn over and you know how you're draped in the front yeah like, whatever so she's massaging my legs all this stuff she pull just pulls the entire fucking sheet <gasps> no like i have tits out everything and you know your eyes are closing <laughs> i'm like i can't open my eyes my tits are did she put it back she pulls my my right arm and throws it across my chest and she pulls my left arm and throws it across my chest so i'm just like hugging my titties hiding myself <laughs> and then ladies and gentlemen she literally takes her fingertips and she's like tip tapping on my stomach like it's some fertility ass massage but i don't even know she why did she take off the the drape is my point so she so she could rub on my stomach then she's rubbing like my pelvis okay like, don't lift your shirt up sorry for the people. on the camera she's <laughs> right. rubbing my pelvis like massaging almost my cooter and all i could think is like this bitch next door has never gotten a massage before i don't know what's going on over there this is not normal. i think she was trying to give you a happy ending because that never Something, happens to me. she was i literally she was at my uterus i was like did i get a fertility massage <laughs> you probably Does she did. think there's a bun in the oven oh you're pregnant <laughs> anyway i had forgotten that happened and we hadn't talked about it but that is hilarious and then she just like walked away and was like what did she whisper to me she was like okay and then walked out. And I was like, what the fuck? Did you tip her? <laughs> Hell yeah, I tipped her. Grabbing on my Give ass and fucking tipping, touching on my tummy. Well, that's what I do when I go get my massage, my 90-minute massage. Like, like he goes, like, on my glutes. He gets in my glutes. Not in my glutes. On my glutes. Like, every day. But the, I, like even when he flips me over, like, because I, I obviously have huge boobs. So they're always, like, gravity is pulling them this way. And so a lot of times I'm like... Uh, you better rush that little Drake there, buddy. I mean, if he climb on top of me, honestly, I'm not gonna stop him. But anyway, neither here nor there. I think it was but, mostly her climbing in the bed that I was like, hey, hey, hey. Now, he, when he's massaging my legs, like he will prop my leg up in a certain way, and then he'll kneel on the bed. But first of all, my massage therapist is like six four, probably like two two ninety. No, so he was can't get in the bed with inside me. of the bed with <laughs> me. Like sp I, when I'm on my stomach, she spread eagled me in the back to climb in my little like in between oh, my thigh. like no. she's in the fucking bed. <laughs> And that's when I was like, there's something not right over no, here. No, she want, you should have got a meal out of that. that At was, least. That was a good time for her, but not for you. That's God hilarious. Damn. So, oh yeah. Oh, my God. How was your, all that to say. All that to say. That's How fantastic. was your week? My week was actually pretty good. Um, thankfully, I have, well, by the time this comes out, I had yesterday, y'all, 4th of July. That's some shit. And, um, but, I mean, I'm still working. So, I basically started this, last week I was 
really not feeling very good because I felt like my body was trying to come down with something. But I think it was my body just really just detoxing from a lot of the crap that I had been eating for very a long time. Anyway, so I feel much better now. And so I'm actually doing my I took out all this carpet, ripped up all this carpet, y'all. I'm Insane doing a DIY. I ripped up all this carpet to put down laminate flooring myself. And I was like, OK, I got me, YouTube and Pinterest. We just going to work it out. And <laughs> I am like halfway done. But it is a chore. I just want to say this to all the YouTube DIYers. Fuck y'all. Because you're a liar. You're mm -hmm. you're liars. Right. And there's no way that y'all have full-time jobs and are doing all of this Hell DIY stuff. No. And then you're putting out a video every single week. You're liars. I don't you're liars. You are liars. I don't believe it. I've literally have been on my hands and knees for the past two days from Saturday and then today, Sunday. I, I finally like took a shower before you came over here. Thank and God. I know. Oh girl, I was stank. Oh God, it was horrible. And um I literally ate a bowl of cereal yesterday and I was like, crap, I only ate cereal. I'm going to get some pizza. So I, I got some pizza. So, um, Dude, I've been in a cereal mood lately. That's a good choice. Well, I'm not it's because it's so damn cereal. hot. I'm not supposed to have cereal at all right now. Why? Because it's, it's not a part of, it's not nutritional at all. Well, but it's nutritional to the soul. It was because it hit the spot last night. It does. Sometimes it it, you're just like, I want a bowl of cereal. Yeah, I did. and it was Cheerios too. Because I, I, when I went Cheer to Walmart, honey nut? yeah, that's what I thought. Well, when I, oh, not the regular Cheerios. You have to put a bunch of sugar I know. in that. Ugh. But I was going to get something less healthy, but I was like, no. This is not. This is a temporary situation. You're only doing this because you're. This is a temporary uh, solution to a what permanent is, problem. A permanent uh, problem. But anyway, so I've been doing my floor. I'm almost done. When, when I say oh, I'm permanent solution done. to a temporary problem. Yes. That's what they say. Sorry. Yes. No, you're good. Um. So yeah, I'm halfway done with the floor. I'm probably gonna call it a night tonight and then just try to finish the rest of it on uh, what is this Fourth uh, of July because that's not my holiday. My people weren't free on. Uh, you know, July the 4th, 1776. So it doesn't, you're not proud to be an American. No. Or at least, you know, you're free. We're, we weren't free. Your yeah. ancestors weren't free either. Some Half of them were. Actually, yeah. they're Catholic. They're being treated like shit, truly. Catholic people were treated like shit during that time? Yeah, they came over. They were being treated like shit. Mm. I don't know significantly historically where that falls, but it did happen. Yeah. Please don't come at me if you know history. We're, I just we're not historians. That's not Listen, what we're, here we're not here to be your political, you know. historically correct podcast. We're here to talk no. shit and have fun. So if I that's did, what you're um, for, let's do it. I did have a, um, at work, my coworkers and I, oh my gosh, like working from home is fun. It's really? Fun in a, it's only fun because you get to have separate conversations and like go off on the stupidity that happens during the day. Have you ever and seen the show The Circle? No. Because that's what I imagine working from home is like. Oh, I've seen the first episode where they like, I, I've seen the first but episode. But how you're just, just chatting with people, yeah. but you're having your own life, mm -hmm. but you chat with them to tell them whatever you want about yeah. your personal experience. That's why. Or we're asking questions about, yeah. you know, our particular work and stuff like that. So it is, it is a bit fascinating, but um, I just know that I probably won't be able to go back into an office again because really? I've been so vocal about, you idiot, you're an idiot. And having the, having the mm. freedom to say what I really feel and be able to put myself on mute. That's been amazing. Do you have so. like different kinds? Do you feel like you have different personalities? personalities for different work friends absolutely i don't consider any of them friends but okay yes. and it's easier to do that because you're online mm -hmm. like i've never seen these people in real life so the only image i have of them is their voice and their little avatar picture that may or may not be real that's so weird but you you build like a, a work bond with them because you call them all the yeah. time and it's basically the people who started with me during training and stuff and so you get to know about them and their families and their lives and stuff like that, but you never meet them. This I is just know. like a black mirror episode to me. And yeah. like you're being catfished, yeah, but and, at work. And if I saw these people in real life, I probably would not be able to identify them. And you also probably wouldn't like them. No, I'm quite sure not. They probably wouldn't like me either. Like, do you know how like when you're talk like, 
Well, the two that I talk to on a regular basis, I would like. I would like them in real life. You I know the feeling of like you find someone on social media and you're like you're so cool, and then you yeah. meet them in real life and you're like I can't stand you. Yeah, I think because we're very like because we all started together, we come from different walks of life. Um, it makes it a lot easier to communicate with them, and we're all on the same page about the same stuff that happens mm-hmm. to us on a Y'all regular hate basis. Your job. Pretty much. I mean, it's not that we hate our jobs. Yeah, but. <laughs> it's not that we like we just, our jobs. We job. just hate stupid people. Like, yeah. the job itself is not bad. It's just when you deal with stupid people on a regular basis who don't know what they're doing, that's the part that's frustrating. And I'm not saying stupid people shouldn't be given the chance to have a job and make a living. They shouldn't be in leadership, though. But I'm there are so many stupid people doing jobs that directly affect me. And exactly. I just don't understand that part because I'm exactly. not a stupid person. Exactly. So how did I end up around all these fucking idiots? That's why I say our parents lied to us. Like, well, my I would say my parents. My parents lied to me because there's no way you worked a job, the same job for 30 years and didn't mm-hmm. shoot up the place. There's no way. I see how people go postal because you there there's a breaking point. But one thing that I've realized, though, by working at this job is that if it does not directly affect my assignment for the day, I'm not going to worry about it. Like I had a, I had a staff meeting, well not staff meeting, but a meeting with one of my uh, supervisors this week and not to go into too, too much detail, but she asked me a question and I already knew, here's the thing about corporate America too. Corporate America either wants one of two things. That's, that's all they're going to want. Either you want resolution or you want checks and balances. Okay. Right. So when you're trying to have a conversation with somebody to discuss something, your only agenda is going to be either to resolve it or to just check the box and move the fuck on without any plans to resolve it. So based off our conversation with my conversation with my manager this week, I, you know, I, I was going to give her this whole spiel. And then I was like, no, 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 let's allow her to talk and say what she wants to say. It was clearly a checks and balances because we were only on like a call for three minutes. And the questions were just like, yeah, so how's this going? Great. What's what's working? What's working well? What's what's not working well? What things would you change? And it's just like, okay. Do you have the resources you need to do your job effectively? Exactly. And that that to me is a checks and balances. It has to be. So if you start off with conversation like that, and I take that mindset, honestly, that mentality into friendships, relationships, the whole nine. You're either here for resolution or you're here to just check boxes. And if you're here to check boxes, my response will be accordingly. I'm going to bring that same energy. Exactly. And if you want to resolve, then we can go further in depth. But other than that, I'm only going to give you one word responses. How's everything going? Great. Any suggestions? I have no further suggestions or observations. (laughs) That's it. That's all you're going to get. Well. So, I mean, but it's great because that's a level of maturity. That takes it off of you. Yes. And you learn how to do 100% of your job because you get 100% of your paycheck and I'm doing nothing less and nothing more than what I'm getting paid. There's a freedom that comes with that. Yes. Just doing your job. But to a degree in patient care, you can't do that. You can't. No, yeah. Because you have lives every day. Exactly. Well, and people are so damn nice. Or there's, you know. Yeah. And, and or the family members are just really nice and you're just like they, they buffer there's a buffer that's there but when you don't work with actual lo- people's lives there is no there's very seldom a see buffer. the buffer is what keeps me going because i'm like god yeah. damn i do not want to do this but yeah your mom is so nice and well, she's this, in there every time that was just like at, at the the party that we went to or the, the get together and i was talking to to kj and she and i'm like yeah, when we used to work together, and she'd be like, "You want to stand? No, no, KJ, I don't. No, but then the patient's like, "I really would like to try standing." That's the worst. <laughs> when you in your head, you're like, "I'm not standing this fucking." Thing. No, and then the patient's like, "I haven't stood for six weeks, and, and all like, I want to do is stand up, and I just think I can do it." What are you supposed to say? No, 
Let's lay yeah. back down. No, bitch. You're like, hey, I think you're a fucking total time two, <laughs> and it's gonna break my back to even lift your hips from this bed. But goddamn, let's try let's it. Let's try exactly. And see, and, and where I work now, there is none of that. So I can politely no, <laughs> no. And that's all it oh, is. I can with just me. not respond. Like when I tell you the freedom in not responding to emails. Here's what I want to say about corporate America. And this is not where we're supposed to be going with this episode. We've, we, it's gonna be an episode that's all over the place. Anywho, but you're gonna enjoy it. <laughs> Here's the thing about freedom in corporate America. If I, if you ask me a question or you respond to me about a, an, an error that I need to fix or we're having dialogue, if we are having dialogue and I'm the only one that can fix your issue, you CCing people on emails is only going to allow me to not respond to you. Like, I get it. There are sometimes you have to CC people on there. But if you're talking directly to me, you CCing extra people on emails is basically making me feel like you're trying to call me out in front of the, or call me out to the carpet. And all I'm going to do is not respond. And I'm not going to engage. Meanwhile, at my job, <laughs> when you email me and CC my director, my boss, I'm like, ah, God damn it. Immediately I, I have to respond. No. Because guess what? The email is probably like, I need info about this patient for this thing because it's life altering and we need to get these True. things moving. And Exa I'm like, Shit. exactly. Cause you got a buffer. I don't. And you're like, damn it. I have to, because in the back of your mind, you're like, I could not respond to this, yeah. but if I don't, it's an immediate chain reaction. They're not going to get this, which means they're not going to get this, which means they're not going to get this, mm -hmm. which is directly going to make them depressed and debilitated. Yeah. And I don't want that on my conscience. Yeah. And see, I don't have that part at my job. So like, there was a, a, a situation that happened where it's a very simple fix. It's super, super fix, uh, easy fix. And sometimes you just forget on both sides. And so a person reached out to me and was like, hey, you know, in order for me to do this, can you just go back and double check that? And so I was like, sure. But then I looked at it and I was like, you tagged six other people on this email. Fuck you. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait two hours until it's almost time to go to respond back to you. I didn't do that. But anyway, but um, if I did, but if I did, if I did do it, if I did do it, then that would be very different. But yeah, I just, I just think stop, stop emailing extra people. If I'm the only person that can fix your issue because of whatever my job description is, stop CCing everybody else because you're bringing people into a conversation that don't need to be there. They can't even fix it. Number two, even if you just like, oh, well, they told us to, they, they, they need to be aware of it. Why? Why do you need to be aware? You can't fix it. Mm -mm. Like, it's stupid. So, again, I just don't give any energy, and I will just respond with one word. Thanks. So your work week's been going well. Yeah. there's a there's an un, I've unlocked a new level of freedom. Good, because you just don't give a shit. Mm -mm. I love that for yeah, you. Yeah, I don't. Anyway, let's get into this episode. Let's, let's do it. So, uh, first thing on the docket, it's 30 minutes into it. Great. So anyway, great. we talk about everything from Jewish people to work. I just love America. Jewish people. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> They're amazing people. Can I tell you, okay, last story about Jewish people. Oh, and this is probably where my love stems from. My grandfather was in the military. He yeah. was traveling around, met my grandmother. They had babies. They ended up moving back to Philly. Mm -hmm. That's where he's from. Mm -hmm. And they were in this Jewish neighborhood. And my grandmother and my grandfather now love Jewish people because they're like, oh, all the Jewish, like when it was Christmas time, all the Jewish kids would come and we'd all decorate the tree together because mm -hmm. they'd never had Christmas and da, da 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 And then we'd go over there and all of these things. So I think I've just been indoctrinated to love Jewish people. <laughs> 
So if it were a black neighborhood, would it be the same? Can you imagine <laughs> if my like Nana could braid the shit out of my hair? I just had box braids all the time. That'd be amazing. She was like, I just love those little black kids. She probably come Negroes. We would definitely it call was her a different time. She colonizer. Would. Colonizer. She's like, I love like she's just making greens. I have tons of black friends. I have tons of Jewish. God, friends. I love that for Dixie. That would be great. That is so funny. All right. So first thing on the docket. Uh, remember we talked about last week how. Uh, the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. Do you remember now, that time that the Supreme Court said women's bodies? Eh, fuck fuck it. Is it How you issue? feel at work when you're like, eh, not my issue. Not my issue. I'm still that way. Not my issue. Not my circus. Uh, problems. Uh, not my monkeys. So basically the, the, uh, the backlash from it has been, I mean, just raging, right? But also too, which I, I'm very shocked and surprised, is that the amount of vasectomies and the vasectomy appointments has skyrocketed since the overturning of Roe v. Wade. But do you think it's like a woman's foot in the sand vasectomy, like you're getting the shit or we're done? Or do you think it's like a scared male vasectomy? Like, I think it's a ah, scared shit. male. And I think it's I think it's forced upon by women saying, if you do not get a vasectomy, I'm no longer having sex with you. All right, I'll make the appointment. That's literally what I think it is. Yeah. I don't think it's, I think there may be some men who were like, you know what? I'd rather go and get snipped because at least mine is reversal, reversible. And it's only, my recovery is only 24 to 48 hours. I just got to yeah. put some sweet peas, some cold sweet peas on my, my balls and I'm good. That's but true. I don't, I don't think it's an overwhelming amount of men who are standing in solidarity, but I did see, on, <laughs> I don't think so either. No, I do. I did see a lot of people like removing their American flag from their houses really since the overturning of it. And I think people are just like, no, nah, this is not the country I recognize. And I'm like, yeah, tell that to the native Americans anyway. So <laughs> like it's, a, it's amazing. All of these epiphanies and these come to Jesus moments that white people are having in this country. Like, I can't believe they're treating people like this. And I'm like, minorities here like we've been treated like this for years but it's so funny for them to be like this is an inhumane treatment it's like welcome welcome to the club but yeah so anyway also too on the backs of that the, the fact that vasectomies are appointments are going up and the amount of vasectomies are going up did you so plan b um because they're trying to come after uh birth control as well to make it a state's issue um, CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens has now been limiting the amount of Plan Bs that they have I on the shelf. I did see that. And but did you know that Plan B does not work if you're over 150 pounds? I did know that because I've had this conversation with multiple people. I never if knew you that. are over 150 pounds, do you take two? I've never taken a Plan B or needed to. I, so I don't know. I didn't even know there was a All weight right, requirement. She's a saint. I don't no, know no, no. I'm not saying I'm a saint, but I just you know I do what I do. Um. I just, that wasn't. Which is mind my business. <laughs> and so shall you. Who knows? Neither here right. nor there. Don't worry about it. We're just here to bring you the facts. Exactly. I didn't know that until I was like probably a senior in college, maybe out of college. But mm. I remember that coming out and everyone being like, well, what the fuck? Because. Yeah. And I don't know if y'all know this, but in Texas, if she, she ain't a lady, if she under 180. I agree. That she, we're thick down here. Yeah. And that even just a salad, but it's just the salad. It's the it's the diabetes type two. It's the good food. Yes, it's the genes. Yes, it is. And we're not. Hey, listen, we're not here to judge, but I'm telling you, where the fuck did they come out with this information? No yeah. one knew that is when that it on, first came out. Is that on the package though? Is that on the front of the package? No, I only heard. Where did I hear that? Maybe I was, it's in the ingredients portion. I think Real I heard it like word of mouth, the news or something. But I remember yeah. being like, "Whoa, you mean everyone's been taking this and you can't even? It's Doesn't not even. Effe it's not effective if yeah. you're over like 150 pounds." Exactly. 
That's insane. And I think that that's, they should make that a little bit bigger on that package. I don't that's know. Not that, fair. I think I only know like two people under 150 pounds. I don't know anybody under 150 We're pounds. all for body positivity <laughs> here. I'm not judging you. I'm just saying, what the fuck are we supposed to do? Yeah. I mean, when push comes to shove. Yeah. I just think that the fact that you're limiting, there is this one company, dang it, I wish I would have researched that before we started airing. There is this one company that offers. Um, plan B like pills or whatever, mm -hmm. and you can, and they're free, and you just go on their website, you can ask for however many you need. Oh, and then it's send like them to a you. government funded program. No, no, it's a non, it's a for profit program, but it was started by these like Gen Zers or whatever, like it was a couple oh. of millennials and Gen Zers, they started it. But I can't, dang it, I can't remember. I I'll find the name of the company. I on TikTok I... where I get all my information that you can sign up for like a California address sign up for abortion pills but it sends it to your whatever address mm. so that's how you can get it but that's interesting yeah i mean i don't think you'll be able to control the mail and control pills first of all usps is understaffed okay they're not about to be going through all your shit and doing all they're not about to do all that so uh, but i just think it's crazy that you would limit birth control because people are on birth control for uh, various different reasons and not necessarily to control birth um, but it's also to, you know, to regulate control my life and other people's life because I'm fucking homicidal if I'm not well, I did hormonally see this, controlled. I did see this story about this woman who had an IUD and she she lived in California and mm -hmm. she moved from California, I think, to Texas. Sounds and right. she but the thing is, she was supposed to get her IUD removed in Cali California. And they were just like, well, it was like it, this was before they overturned Roe v. Wade. And so her I guess she decided to do it in texas because of her insurance wasn't going to kick in until whatever well of course she waited until she moved here and then Ro roe v wade got overturned so now she's like where the hell do i get my iud removed wait they're not taking it out no wait what yeah wait. because it's birth control but what does that have to do no wait huh apparently her appointment i don't know if it was through planned parenthood or what but her appointment to get her iud removed was canceled because now they're just like, well, we don't know what we can do. And I think a lot of these doctors too are in limbo because they don't know what laws are going to affect uh, them. Yeah. Did available. you hear about that mother who was, she was, they told her that her pregnancy was ectopic kind of, it was like yeah. acephaly or something mm -hmm. like the baby would keep growing, but the brain would not be viable yes. for life. But she wanted to hold on to the baby. Mm -hmm. She held on, she held on, she held on. Roe v. Wade was turned over. Mm -hmm. She started hemorrhaging, went to the hospital and the yeah. doctor was like, I got to call the lawyer. Cause I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to do. Nine hours. Can you imagine bleeding out yep. nine hours as this man's on? The and like, it's not, it's no one's fault because Oh, except for the government except for the government because if i was a doctor as well i was i would do the same thing i'm yeah. not losing my entire license my livelihood all of these mm -hmm. things until i know what the fuck is going on yeah but she's dying right because she wanted to hold on to her baby that was growing inside of her actively yeah and then there's all these nurses on tiktok now that are saying like hey you don't understand what it's like to be like hey your baby will never be viable mm -hmm. but we can't terminate it so you will keep growing you will keep looking pregnant you yeah. will have to go through this life looking six months eight months pregnant and everybody oh, everybody you asking doing? you and you yeah. knowing that your baby will not make it out mm -hmm. of you Absolutely. oh i can't fucking imagine it's horrible and that's one of the reasons why too i don't know if we said this on the last podcast or not but this uh supposed allegedly a 14 year old gen zer which i love gen z um, they released or they leaked the Supreme Court justices' phone numbers, their addresses, and their credit card wow. information. 
and have been i guess it's a, there's this term called doxing never heard of it before until i for got on tiktok kids. and i guess it's basically revealing people's real names their real identities for the purpose of harming them to a degree and so um these a 14 year old allegedly was the one who doxed uh the supreme court justice justices and released their their information which i think is hilarious I think it's hilarious. Don't throw the rock and hide your hand and then try to, you know, fight off the consequences. So throw the rock and hide your hand. Never heard of it before. I've never heard I never heard of that. Throw never been to Uber driver. It's almost just like, you know, people in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. But don't throw the rock and then hide your hand and try to play victim now. Don't do that. Um, but yeah, so we don't know what's gonna happen. Well, I'll tell you what else happened for the Supreme Court. They actually um, I don't know what the name of it was, but they have the Supreme Court has now voted to keep prayer or reverse it where prayer is now allowed back into the school system. How do you feel about that? I think it should be. But what prayers? Because you can't just say it's Christian prayers. No, I agree. It's also Muslim, Islamic, Buddhist. Here's my thing. Catholic prayers? I don't know. Are yeah, Catholic prayers. They're different from Christian oh prayers. Oh, my God. I'm heartily sorry for all my sins. And oh, I that's the one with the beads and y'all and praying for like 50 minutes. All my sins because of thy just punishments, but most of all because they offend thee, my God, who art all good and all loving. Hail Mary, Mother of God. all my love. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I heartily dissolve with all my... Sounds like you're not Catholic. You don't yeah, know what you're talking about. I don't even know. <laughs> to sin no more and to avoid the near occasion of sin. That was what we had to learn when we were in school. Yeah, clearly you're not going to church. The act of contrition. I'm not going to church. <laughs> um, here's the thing. Yes. Prayer in school. Every, yes. Everyone should be like, how can you practice something outside of your school that you're supposed to live your life by and then not do it in school at all? But that means that everyone should be allowed to pray what they want to pray. Absolutely. But that's how you get exposed to other things. And it's not a bad thing. To be like, this is how this person prays, and this is how I pray, and it's unique and special, and this is how this person prays, and it's unique and special. Well, I think you, you can't say that without bringing up the stigma when it comes to certain religions in this country, unfortunately, because the Muslim faith has been... Um, really attacked especially since 9 11. i mean i think people already looked at people who are mu muslims in a derogatory way but it yeah. went completely out of control after 9 11. and the fact that muslims in this country were being attacked and at, at alarming rates because of their religion i have an aunt who is my mother's sister and she left the you know christianity the faith of christianity and she is a muslim Ever since I've been born, she's been a Muslim. She wears the hijab. She doesn't wear it all the time, but when she goes to temple, she will wear the mm -hmm. traditional garb and everything. And of course, because she's a black woman, people don't look at her as quote unquote Muslim. But then there are a lot of black women who do wear the traditional garb and, you know, they quote unquote look like Muslims. But I think even too this law this law that they overturned are basically saying well yeah prayers allowed back in schools i can I'm a, i can almost guarantee you parents are going to flip their shit when they realize that their children are being taught muslim prayers or participating in or being able to 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 view that and like you said have be exposed to it oh no i'm fine with any other religion except for muslims or islam mm -hmm. and blah 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 because it's been so um stereotyped and it's been so um bashed because of 9-11 and it's like muslims are the same as christians and catholics and buddhists and islam you know like it's a religion at the end of the day the muslim religion does not teach people to kill correct it doesn't the same way fucking cal rittenhouse i don't know if he's catholic or not but he could be catholic are you gonna say ban catholic people because mm -hmm. this man decided because that's his chosen religion like that's people make decisions that are not 
conducive to human life and it does not have anything to do with a particular religion and just because one muslim may be extreme does not mean that all muslims are extremists because they're not huh if then like it's not exactly one or all exactly the more you expose your children to different people ethnicities religions yeah the more they understand there are different types of people but that doesn't mean we are that different Mm -hmm. just because you practice something differently and i feel like that can also make you more um confident independent proud of your specific heritage yeah but there's this fear of oh they're learning that and they're gonna know that and then they're gonna want that and and that's that's that that's what comes into play when you talk about like fear of other people like if you like things that you don't understand you can't demonize it. You can be afraid of it. That's okay. But demonizing it is the problem. So like, for example, we can take white versus black. White people can look at black people and say, oh, they're this, they're that. No, you just don't understand black culture. You don't understand black people. And so that's why you look at look mm-hmm. at us very different. Or if a, if a black person looks at an Asian person and says, oh, no, it's just you don't understand. You fear well, what you don't understand. How much harder is that when you're like, oh, my parents are saying this about, you know, Jimmy from class. But yes. Jimmy... I like him and we do the same math mm-hmm. and we watch the same shows and we have fun together. So really how different are they? Exactly. How are, how different are we? Exactly. And it takes the child, unfortunately to be more mature than the parents to understand exactly. that concept. So I'm like, put the prayer back in school. Let everyone realize that everyone is different. We have different prayer types. Yeah. Why don't you be strong in your home, strong and respectful mm-hmm. about what your religion or your preference or your creed, whatever the hell it is. And teach your child how to be respectful outside of the house. Because you want that same respect for your exactly. religion. Exactly. So and when they come it. home, you answer their questions like yeah. they're an adult. Yeah. You have to give other religions the same respect that you expect from them. And just because you don't understand their religion does not mean that you get to, to demonize it and taunt them and it's, and take it away from no. like the exposure of your child, like you said, because it's going to make your child a well-rounded person to understand that they may believe something different than I believe, but at the very core of all religions is to be a good person and treat people And ask well. your That's child it. what they believe, and it may exactly. not be the same as you. Exactly. But just, oh, you have questions about this? Let's learn about it together. Let's figure it out. Let's talk to the parents of that child and yeah. see if they're welcoming to us, learning about them. Absolutely. I need everyone to be open and well-rounded and respectful thank you thank you that's all i need put the prayer back in school prayer is a beautiful thing you're so connected to something above you and you're worshiping it and praising it and it's supposed to fill you up and make you happy and you're supposed to radiate that happiness to other people to make the world a better place nothing about that is bad well i did i have to play devil's advocate to a degree then you have the people who are atheists what do they do and they teach their children that there is no god then that's not fair for them you can believe that there is no God. But if you put prayer in, who are you praying to? I don't know. They can pray to whoever the fuck they want. My kid's <laughs> going to come home and pray to my fucking God. <laughs> I know that's that I ta- That I taught them to pray to. <laughs> exactly. But also, don't you think that I just, and again, I don't have kids. I don't know how this how it works. intricately works. Yeah. But to me, I'm thinking like, you have to teach their kids that, your kids that, we believe this and we love this and this fills us up and mm-hmm. this is what makes us this is what drives us. But there are people who believe that this does not exist mm-hmm. and they're still full, happy, mm-hmm. you know, good people, prospering people, prospering yeah. people. I just, that has to be taught. There's this idea that it's God or nothing. Right. It's good or nothing. Yes. It's positive or negative. Yeah. 
but I'm not here to judge them. I'm here to tell you, this is what we do. This is what we like. This is what I did. Yeah. And we're going to be respectful and acknowledge and right. tolerant. And cause there's no grace. You think like grace, pe- you're, you're, grace, you're, you assume not you personally, but just people in society assume that because I believe it, it has to be you too. Mm-hmm. And that's not the case. Like you want respect and you want the freedom to believe what you want to believe, but you don't want to give it to anybody else because in your brain, everything that you think is just law. And that's not the case. There are other people who have different religions. Even you, my mom and I, for example, and not to cut you off, I'm sorry. No, my, mom, <laughs> my mom and I, we've had these conversations, especially when I start to delve into research about hoodoo. Okay. Don't know how you do the voodoo that you do. Not voodoo, hoodoo. Oh, okay. Hoodoo is different from voodoo, but they're what sim- similar. Pra- I don't know. I'm still learning. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. In the black Christian church, a lot of the same principles and practices that are done in the black Christian church are also done with hoodoo. Guess which religion is older? Hoodoo. Thank you. So then this ideology, even you got Church of God in Christ, you got Baptist, you got AME, you got uh, uh, Pentecostal, Apostolic, you know, all of these different denominations. But at the very core, a lot of the same things that people who practice who do do, black Christians do the same thing. And when, even when I was talking to my mom, she was like, can't be. I was like, research it. it just one simple thing, wearing white. On a particular Sunday. Mm. Like we all know white means like the, the color white means purity. Right. Yeah. But unless you're Indian, the color white means death. No way. That's what they wear to funerals. They wear white. Really? See, isn't that so interesting? Yeah. And children need to learn. And that. children need to learn that because what we, th- it's not bad. It's different. It's different. Exactly. What we think and we believe other people may think and believe for something completely different. And yep. that's not bad bad of them that's just different it's just different acknowledge for us. the difference yes and don't try to persuade or sway someone to think like you this is why we're such a melting pot as human beings in this universe because we are so different mm-hmm. and the minute you try to cast that down and say well no you're not allowed to have x y and z you're stunting your own growth you're stunting your own creativity at the same time it's indirectly affecting you you just my perspective has always been that i do not know everything i know what i've been taught i know what i've researched i know what i've learned and you can Mm -hmm. feel any way about anything you have to always be open and receptive to other people but you can stay true to what the fuck you believe absolutely and you can always say that sounds great but i truly in my heart believe and Mm -hmm. feel this way and if you would like to learn i would love to teach you because it's beautiful and i think everyone could benefit from it exactly but it is not your job to go and just domesticate the masses no. and convert them to what you're believing. No, not at all. Cause I think it's because there's no free will in that because the whole, nobody does it to the you. whole part of anything is that that person feels so compelled to yes. follow what you're following. And it's a choice for them. Absolutely. And it's, I could go on quote unquote free will, but yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with you on that, but I, I think it's going to spark some controversy because those radical parents who think all Muslims are extremists that they're going to, end up telling like oh, no oh no oh no i'm just gonna tell you people out there that i went to catholic school for a very long time and i know people who went to catholic school for a very long time and i know a good amount of kids that i went to school with that are now atheist or agnostic mm-hmm. because religion was shoved down their throat oh yeah and if you just 
relax on your children and let them explore things and explain things to them, they're very receptive to what you're giving to them. Because it comes from a place of love. Yeah. Like, if I love you as my parent and you're telling me that you love this certain religion and it's worked for you and you would love that for me, I'm probably going to be more receptive than you just shoving it down my throat and not telling me why and telling yeah. me everything else is bad. Well, I think, too, sometimes I, I think I believe that, that certain parents don't want their children to explore different religions because they don't want to have to explain why theirs works for them. That's true. And also, too, you don't want your children to have a different belief system than you do. Which they're going to find out either way. Right. But just because, again, just because you fear religion doesn't mean that it's bad. It's just different from what you practice. And it's okay that your child wants to explore that. Because, I mean, not that I'm trying to change to, from Christianity, but I think it's, I think a lot of the religions that we were shunned from as black people, because, you know, they always say, oh, black people, Christianity was not your original, you know, uh, faith. And, you, when you start doing your own research for yourself and start having personal relationships with God or whomever you serve, even just doing the research, like, am I praying to the wrong person? And not saying that God God is the wrong person to pray to, but just in the sense of where did these religions come from? And right. you start to dissect, you know, and exergy the scriptures and all that kind of stuff, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah. That's I like just, Rumspringa. You heard of it? Who? Rumspringa. Rumspringa. Sim Simma. Who got the keys to my bimma? Who am I? The girl, them lover, sugar? No? What is that? I'm sorry. I'm not trying to disrespect. What is that? Rumspringa, the Amish people, right? Or is it the Quakers? You can't ask me. I don't even know what rum digger is. What is it? Rum, rum sugar? Spr- rum rum sugar. I hate you. Hold on. Let Watermelon me do it. Watermelon sugar. <laughs> it's actually when Harry Styles goes out. Rumspringer is when in the Amish community, you are allowed to, at a certain age, go out into like the world mm-hmm. right and like see technology and mm. people and how the real world is operating and the wow. idea is that you see how it is out there and you come back and you're like no no, no i like it in here <laughs> yeah you either like it or you realize exactly. i've been lied well to. <laughs> and that's my thing too with religion is that when you have a solid foundation of anything yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you see other things and you're like i accept that but no i like it in here yeah so if we just open, if we just, I think they should do that in every religion. If they just strong found, if we strong foundation at home, whatever yes. you believe in, if yes. you just love your children and bring them up and just like, this is what we believe and this is why, and we enjoy it. And it's yeah. brought this to our lives. Then even when you're exposed to all these different things, you can accept it and appreciate it for what it is. But you're like, I still find solace in this. I still, I mean, it's, a, it's very similar to like the, the scripture in the Bible for Christianity, where it says, train up a child in the way that he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart, which means, yes, you can go out into this world and explore. But the foundation, like you said, the foundation of who you are and what you've learned, those core you know, morals and values, they're still going to be in you. So even if you go out into yeah. the world and act a straight fool, you're still going to be able to come back. Prodigal son, come pro- on back. Exactly. You're going to be able to come back and know what's right from wrong. But at Rumspring, I think that's that's amazing. Yes. They're, yeah. Rumspring. I never knew they allow their children yeah, to do they that. Yeah, they do. I don't even know for... I've just seen it Is that the, the show, uh, TLC, like, returning Amish? Or kind of. It, it occurs between the ages of 17 and 21. That's awesome. And they get to go out into the world and... And lose their minds one good time. <laughs> and see how evil the world is. Yeah. They can drive vehicles, wear non-traditional clothing, not wow. attend home prayer, drink, and use recreational drugs. No way. Ooh, that can be They can let their freak flag fly. 
And I there was an episode the- of Law and Order where this girl, like this guy, went out on Rumspringer, met this girl, mm-hmm. and then something happened to the girl, and they had to go back to the Amish community, and they were like, "I wonder what's the ratio of people that, that return. actually return back to those lives, or if they do a mixture of the two, like you know." I don't have the research to back this they up, on but the I weekends. would assume <laughs> that a good majority of them go back yeah. because that's shell shock. That is. That t- Unless you're like a Listen. strong, confident person, that's a culture shock. But even if you are, you're being exposed to the internet and TV and boobs and hips, legs <laughs> and hips and that's a body. Lot. And weed? Come yeah. on. Alcohol? Oh my God. That, that, can, be, that. that can be very detrimental. I and know. like, come on. Sorry, y'all. My watch just keeps it's going very on. popular. But uh, anyway, so going back to that, we, we keep going on tangents. Anyway. I, I love a tangent. So there's a, uh, speaking back in politics too did you hear that there's a new florida law regarding your music so, my music personally well, not you because you live in texas my mixtape apparently florida has this new law that they put into place where you can be fined up to 114 dollars for blasting loud music how are they gonna find someone for doing that well i'll tell you that's this. some white like uh, gated neighborhood shit very true but i'll tell you this in south florida specifically from the palm beaches down um, there are a group of men, okay, who drive what we call candy-coated cars. Candy-coated cars? Like yes. ice cream paint jobs? Exactly. Okay. And what they do is they get these Oldsmobiles, these Cutlasses, these Chevy Caprices, all you this You are really kind of painting stuff. a picture. And they paint these things. When I say candy-coated, I'm talking pink, red, purple, blue, yellow, green. They got sitting on 22s, 26s. Sitting on popo. And here... Right, and, but they don't have like hydraulics or nothing like that because we don't do that. That's California. But <laughs> I'll tell you what they do do. They put the speakers on the outside oh, of the car. But it, but that's the culture in South Florida. Out of my god sister, shouts out to my god sister Anita. She had an Oldsmobile, right? Hers wasn't candy coated or anything like that. It was just sitting on Oreos, which means you ain't got no hook. Anyway, <laughs> but this is this old school car, right? This is she. This is the car she taught me how to drive in. She had a fucking subwoofer. In the back, okay. Mind you, if you go to a concert and one of the, that word in so long, or a subwoofer, she had a subwoofer and tweeters for people who are from South Florida. Tweeters in the back, okay. Any t- you could hear her before you saw her. And I remember her 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 ex boyfriend. He used to turn this shit all the way up, and it was this one tweeter that used to rattle. And if I was sitting in the back seat, I swear I was dying. I was like, <laughs> Can you turn it down? Can you turn it down? But literally, you will hear the bass and the boom from other people's cars. Here's the thing: I don't mind that because I blast my music. I have a subwoofer in my subwoofer in my car as well too. And I turn my bass all the way up. I love to feel that in the morning. Yeah. I don't care what time it is. And I don't mind other people's music. Because it's only going to be for a few seconds. You're only sitting at the light less than one minute. I also, as a sensory... Seeker. Seeker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. neurodivergent person. I don't mind it because I'm like, it's just for a couple seconds. Yeah. And, leave. and it's, it's not going to be consistent. I'm also like, why is your music so loud? You yeah. can calm the fuck down. But... Also, like, who gives a fuck? Listen, depending on what kind of job you got, you need that bass in your life. Because, baby, that's the only thing that keeps you, used you sane to, remember to, get you, to work. you used to listen to hard-ass rap on the way oh, to work. Oh, I used to, used Kevin to Gates, Gates, Lil Jon. Yeah, she'd always be like, I was listening to Kevin Gates on the way to work. Absolutely. And I was like, that's why you're so angry in the morning. No, it, it calms you, though. Like, when you get to get that aggression out so early in the morning, you don't take it out on your patients or your coworkers. That's probably smart. Yeah, and you get to, and, and even too, I don't care if it was six o'clock in the morning, boom, 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 boom. It's the best feeling in the world. I listen to jazz in the morning. 
You're weird. You're not weird. You're just protecting your mental space. I can listen to like classical music going to sleep, but in the morning, and, and this is probably why I drive the way I did, which is not very good sometimes, especially if you're listening to certain songs like back in the day, listening to Lil John and the Eastside Boys, you'll get yourself killed. In the Eastside Boys. Even Ludacris. Move, bitch. Get, get out the way. Don't listen to that song while you're driving. You're going to crash into somebody. Yeah. Oh, no. Watch out. <laughs> I'm about to knock your lights out. I Get agree. The fuck we have brain. okay. So I watched a TikTok about brown noise. Have you heard about it? No. What's brown noise? Bitch. So brown. So you have you heard of white noise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hate, listen to white. I noise. hate white noise. I don't like it either. To go to sleep. I and I never it. knew why I didn't like it. And mm. so I watched this video, and this girl had was like, "I have ADHD, and I listen to brown noise." And it's like, um, the so white noise is all frequencies at all times. It's just playing. Okay. Brown noise takes the high frequency out. So it's like low. It's lower, and it kind of sounds like maybe like a running river, like a beach or something. It's like a toned down like a white beach noise. Was white noise. No, white noise is like traffic. Can you play, can you play an example so we can show? I can. Here? Like our. Our Let me read listeners. you the differences first. Yeah. White noise machines work through a process called sound masking or noise masking. They create a blanket of sound around you that absorbs other sound waves so that little creaks and cracks, cars driving by, don't make it to your brain and you don't respond to them. Okay. Okay. That's white noise. That's white noise. We don't like that. Okay. So white noise is similar to a radio tuned to an unused frequency. Brown noise contains less bass, and it's a rumble. People say it sounds like strong winds, a rushing river, pounding surf, and it's more soothing. It's good for like concentration and relaxation. So and I what hate is pink noise. Pink noise is between white and brown. Um, it improves sleep. It mimics brain waves during your slow wave stage the difference sleep. the definitions aren't giving a difference between them i don't feel it like. prolongs even memory okay so lucky for you i have spotify so i can tell you the difference i have spotify i just don't pay for it what <laughs> i get the free one okay so this is white noise are you ready yeah that's like a lot that's like a wave yeah but it's like a waterfall it's a lot okay or like this that's white noise, yes. Yes, this is white noise. That's what it sounds like in a plane. Yes, okay, but this, can you hear the difference, is brown noise. It's a lower. It's a lower frequency, yeah. It's a lower frequency, okay. Okay, now let's hear pink. Because white noise freaks me the fuck out. This is pink noise. That sounds the fucking same, bitch. <laughs> That sounds like brown. Okay. Anyway, if you can hear it not on the speaker, it's very different. White okay. noise, because white noise ex not excites me, but like I'm awake because I'm like, what the fuck? It's too high of a frequency. Yeah. Brown noise, when I put that shit on the other day, I was locked and loaded, concentrating. It was just like you were on an airplane ready to fucking Cause your, go. Because your definition said it was less bass, but it seems like brown noise puts more bass into it, like mm. because it is a lower frequency. Yeah. I don't know, but it just works for me. I'm just telling you what the fuck. Pink sounds the same to me, but. I think white noise has higher frequencies in it. And it's all of the noises at one time. The brown and the pink noise take out some strip of, those, some of it. It strips oh, some okay. of it away. Gotcha. I cannot do white noise. I don't know how people sleep with that shit. 
I'm just like, it's just hearing noise and it's waking me the fuck up. I don't like to sleep to anything but silence. I don't really? even like so to I can't do pure like silence. No, I well, can. I can do pure silence if I'm in the room, but if anyone else is in the room, I cannot do pure silence. Why? It freak you out? Yeah, like why is it so quiet in this room with two of us? Because we're sleeping. It's fucking weird. It's fucking weird. Ooh, you're weird. weird. I need just like a hump, like some like the AC going, the fan going, and that's what brown noise is. Listen, when I be sleep, I be knocked out. It could be a whole march band. I'm knocked really? out. Really? But then automatically I, I, you just fall asleep though. Oh yeah, I fall asleep. What like that fuck? that's why i take naps all the time because it's easy for me to fall asleep like it, I, I won't hear big noises but i can hear you opening my room door and the the, the sound that the door makes over the carpet i hear that well I that's why up. i fall asleep with the tv on and did you see the study Ooh. about people that fall asleep with the tv on die faster right because you're shorter stimulated. Life. you're stimulated yo i sleep with the tv on every fucking night that's how i fall asleep that's my pink noise you're gonna die in two days okay <laughs> you're dying seven days oh my God, do you remember that yes. dude i watched uh, this tiktok of course what else do i watch this guy was talking about when the ring came out that there were no like previews no pr drops or anything they just received like um this package of a bunch of VHS tapes and like flyers for the yeah. Ring movie, and yeah. he took the movie home and watched it, and it was like the Samara movie where mm-hmm. she comes out of the fucking out of the well. TV, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it comes out of the well. Comes out of the well and comes out of the yeah. TV. Ugh. She comes out of the TV first, and then towards the end, she comes out of the well. Yeah. How scary! It's crazy, but yeah, I don't, I don't sleep to anything, and I don't, yeah, I can't, I can't have noise. Like even when it rains, I hate when it rains because I'm sleepy. But I can't sleep to the sound of rain and thunder. It's annoying. Yeah. It's so annoying. I can't sleep to music. I can't sleep to, like, I can sleep to music enough for it to, it'll relax me, but then mm-hmm. I have to turn that shit off. I can't do all the, all. it's, it's like uh, the flashing, almost like how people have seizures when they, they have all that flashing. Yeah. I can't do that. I well, can't if you're it. having trouble sleeping and you hate white noise, try brown noise. That's what, or pink noise, brown or pink. It's been working for me. Oh, that's good. I'm glad. It's just like a hum, yeah. like the AC hum. Gotcha. Is what it's giving. Like a noise so you're not in silence and can't hear shit outside, but yeah. not anything that you can like. Because sometimes music hard to sleep with because you pick up on the tunes the lyrics, or your yeah. lyrics or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's this one. Um, I did see that there's this one, the quietest room on earth. And no, it's thanks. in the United States, but they were saying that people literally can't last longer than like a few minutes in there because you can, it's so quiet. You can literally hear yourself breathing and you can hear your heartbeat. You probably and start fucking yeah, You start, you start to hear like all your body's movements and you're just like, that's too quiet. It's too quiet. Yeah. I don't need all that. Yeah. I think that, I think the longest part, don't quote me on this, but I think the longest person only lasted 16 minutes in this room. I hate being in a like quiet houses. I don't like, I need the TV on. I need some kind of noise. Oh, so people go, go insane in jail, in prison. You can't be away yeah, from Yeah, no, I need things like going on. Yeah, definitely. Well, what have you been watching? Uh, Umbrella Academy. I finished it. Ever heard of it? You I finished, finished it. it? I did. I, wa- I watched it in two days. I started it Friday night. What the hell? And then I finished it. Uh, no, I actually started it Thursday and then I finished it on Friday night. Ugh. <sighs> How does it end? I don't even know what's it's, going on right now. It's good. There's a lot of twists and turns to it. They go back and forth, of course, like they did on the last two seasons. Okay. Um, it's definitely, it better be a, a season four because the way they ended it, it has, it has to, be, to a be a season four. four. Absolutely. I like the beginning of like how it's starting and how Ellen Page is Elliot. now Elliot Page for, yes. for real in the show. Yeah. All of that stuff. Um but I just like don't know where they're going. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like you're gonna you're gonna not know where they're going for a minute until probably like the seventh episode. No way. Yeah, but it no, seems... no. But the twists and turns that they have are actually good. Like it's oh, not okay. like it just seems very like oh that was like plot point in episode 
two. So then we're, what the fuck are we doing? Oh, every episode, it, it changes. Really? Every single episode. So it's it's really good. It's a really good series, uh, a really good season. I just hate that I binged it because I'm like, damn, now I got to wait a whole other year for season four. Yep. I need to start. I need to start. We'll finish that. And then I got to start. Uh, Don't say Stranger Things. Oh, I do want to start Peaky I Blinders. Wanna, I do want to start Stranger Things, too, because people are talking a lot about that stuff that's happening in stranger things is actually happening now and i'm like mm. "Ooh, okay yeah so i want to yeah. start stranger things because everyone's talking about it and then i need to start peaky blinders but i want to sit down and have time yeah so i haven't started it yet i did start this uh documentary of uh, course you did because <laughs> i love documentaries on netflix it's called civil and it's uh, a documentary about um benjamin crump he's Who? a lawyer he's a civil rights activist uh active a civil rights lawyer. He's actually in Tallahassee, Florida. That's where his base office That's is. That's where you're not from, but close yeah, to where I went to the college. And he was college. he was at everywhere. Uh, but uh, Crumpson, what was it? Crumpson something. It, he had a partner, um, but Crumpson something was his his law Crumpson firm. Crumps. Uh, no, Crumpson Parks. Crumpson Parks and Crumps. That's what it was. Parks and Crumps um, was his was the the law firm. Anyway, so he basically is um, you know he's this high profile civil rights lawyer. But what you really don't realize is that only 5% of the cases that his company actually takes are civil rights cases. Really? Yeah, but people just see him. Because they it, don't you make know, the money, huh? They don't. And too, like, um, and I think that's, that's the same thing that he was saying, because he went on The Breakfast Club and he was talking about how people keep assuming he's this ambulance chaser. Like, oh, somebody, a black child dies at the hands of the law. Call Ben Crump. And he's like... I, there's no money in here that I'm actually getting. Like mm -hmm. these these cases, first of all, take years. And what he actually does is he's going after laws to be changed as a result of unfortunately someone dying. Like even with you know he was he's been seen with Trayvon Martin's family. Um, what was it? Mike Brown, uh, uh, Breonna Taylor. I mean the list uh. can go on and on and on. Sandra Bland's family, uh, Ahmaud Arbery's family as well too. And so, but what he's doing is as he's coming on to these cases because. Literally, he was saying his office gets about 3,000 calls a day with Holy cases that people shit. want. Yes, but he's like, he has a civil team that works on these cases, but he also does corporate America cases. He has to. That's where the everything. money is, Exactly. Honey. So, and he was telling me, he was like, because he was on there with, um, what's her name? Teslin. I think it's Teslin Figueroa. No, Teslin Figueroa. She's also a civil rights uh, like commentator. And she was basically, I don't know if she's a lawyer or not. She may be a lawyer, but don't quote me on that. Anyway, but it's basically following his life as a family man, like following his wife, his child. Wow. You know, his mom is in the documentary as well, too. So it was a really good documentary, almost to kind of humanize him, because I think when you see this political person, you just automatically think, oh, that's all he's about is just yeah. trying to get money. But it's like, these families don't get any money. No. Like, civil cases do not, they're not any, even if you get a $20 million settlement, first of all, the settlement is going to be, it's not going to be all all at once. You're not going to get twenty million dollars all at no. once. It's, I mean, it's uh, tax. tax. You got to exactly. pay everything off. You exactly. Pay, yeah. So you're not. He's not making any real money. Now, does he probably get something from it? Hell yeah. I'm quite sure, but it's not enough to keep his firm, you know, into into you know revenue for real like that. Because I mean, even look at the Ahmad Aubrey case. Look how long it took. How many years it took. They take forever. Even with George Floyd's family, but I do think that he is a prominent person that can come in and like almost like the modern day. Um, I don't want to say Al Sharpton because I really believe that Al Sharpton was an ambulance chaser and I just don't. I, I do. I, I, and, and maybe it's because I don't know everything about Al Sharpton, but I just feel like Al Sharpton is the Negro that they bring in to shush all the rest of the black people and I don't like that. He's like um, the voice of reason, quote unquote. Exactly. Like when, when the Negroes get out of control, call that Al Sharpton guy. Call the preachers so they can settle them down. That's what they used to do anyway too. That's, they used to try to bring Martin Luther King in to shush down all the people what they didn't realize Martin Luther King 
wants change so or want to change you know when he's alive anyway they're not there but i am watching it's a really good documentary called civil um and it's about uh benjamin crump and the work that he does so some of the cases will make you upset because it's uh, unfortunately um bringing back up some of this stuff but it, it is humanizing him in a way that's really really uh dignifying i think so yeah not the same at all but on the kardashians <laughs> okay the new season. Yeah. So here's my issue with the Kardashians now when I watch it. Oh, you have an issue with your people? I'm very tied between... They're doing a very good job making them all look like they're doing things. Yeah. Especially Kim. Like, they're doing a very good job highlighting her law school and the shit she's done for mm-hmm. incarcerated... Like, wrongfully incarcerated people on death yeah. row. Which is a good thing. Right. But now I'm tied between, like, are you really doing this or are you just making it seem like you're really doing this? for the cameras i mean i think i think her real reasoning for doing it kind of doesn't matter to a degree because it's still a good thing it's that's still happening. a good th- and i think if if you're going to use your celebrity for anything that should be the thing and i think also too like the legacy of her dad her dad was an amazing lawyer yeah. you know so i've heard but i mean he so we've on seen a, with OG. I yeah. mean but that was really johnny conqueror i mean he didn't really do much that was all johnny conqueror right there you know what what did what did they what did kim kardashian daddy say because if we remember anything it's if the glove doesn't fit you must you must quit that was all johnny Cochran. that's all i'm saying i'm not saying that he wasn't an asset to the team i'm just saying that nobody remembers their dad but (laughs) they do they do highlight in this season the work she's doing with wrongly incarcerated people and yeah. trying to free people and i was just like oh that is such like these stories are so sad are. that is such hard work and she's literally just like cold calling f- very rich and famous people being like you're not doing shit please get on social media and say something yeah. please that, but that's the way you should use your yeah. celebrity if you're going to use your celebrity for anything it like it, it should be for that yeah it really i just get tied up because i'm half foot in half foot out i'm like yeah like i think all of this is good but also you're on this reality show and i'm like how much of this is actually real first of all who's gonna hire kim as a real lawyer and who's gonna be able to afford her is my point can you imagine the price she's not gonna be a public defender can you imagine if she's a public defender no no so she she will even if she becomes a lawyer it passes her bar she will never practice and even if she does practice it won't be no one is going to take her seriously because of who she is and she doesn't have to be a lawyer like why you're already a millionaire why why the hell would you i mean why, I why do you want to work if you don't have to work girl, girl, this girl let's talk about you it you got all this money you don't know what to do with it anyway neither here nor there anything else before we get out of here nope that's all i got all right y'all well y'all make sure y'all be safe i know y'all well by the time this comes out fourth of july would have already been passed happy but past fourth of july i don't subscribe to that but do what y'all do don't blow your fingers off because you're gonna need occupational I therapy saw, you will occupation hand therapy i saw yes. this tweet that was like shout out to all the people who don't know tonight's the last night they'll have all 10 fingers very true don't blow off your fingers be careful and i know people you you people out there are going to continue to blast off these firecrackers well until next week well at least in the state of texas don't think of the dogs think of the puppies think about people who are trying to get sleep and stop popping shit at one o'clock in the morning finger popping each other's assholes (laughs) finish it at at least 10 p.m and call it a night please y'all and and clean up your damn trash yeah all them damn i know i know my name i'm telling you i got security cameras every piece of stuff every single year that they do this shit i go right out there like the rude old neighbor and i sweep all that shit out of my yard and put it right in the street there you go it don't belong to me motherfuckers anyway all right y'all don't forget to spread love spread light and, and don't, don't forget, forget to laugh your face, face off, off.
much for tuning in to another episode of The Face Off with Fleming and Fowler. Don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms, including Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at The Face Off Pod. Be sure to tune in to The Face Off with Fleming and Fowler every Tuesday when new episodes are released.